0: Alright folks, good evening. This is episode 89 of Oscar Mike Radio. Today is April 26, 2018 and it is part 3 of Jody. And with me again is my marine brother uh, Wesley Mullings of Digital Lifestyles LLC. i will have his uh, company link in the podcast. And we're going with a very tried and true story in all branches of the service, if not the civilian world, where a man walks in on his wife with another man or hears about it or comes home and the wife is gone. And there's a couple things you should and should not do. But one thing that Wes and I talked about is, we don't want to use simply anecdotal information from from our experience. What we've seen, we're trying to find actual real-world examples of what happened. And, Wes, I think we have a doozy, don't we?
1: Oh, boy, we got a sweet one here today. And, it's all,
0: and it's all true, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you can actually look it up. It's on the Washington Post, and it's... <laughs> an amazing story
0: so folks it's all real Uh, let's
1: see um i'll I'll actually read the headline here uh marine veterans sentenced for brutally beating a man who had a an affair with one of their wives uh posted on august 30th of 2016 by lindsey bever
0: so not that long ago and what we're trying to say there is this: this happens every day. People think that a lot of the stuff we're talking about doesn't really happen in today's military or, or or in life itself, and it does.
1: It certainly does.
0: So as I'm as I read this, as we got ready for this, uh, long story short, what happened is a guy by the name of Norman Early the Third. Pulls up to a house uh, in California in September 2015 to see this woman. And uh, the article says they knew each other for several years. So, Wes, I don't know about you, it's a classic, we're just friends.
1: Yeah. The real Jody story.
0: (laughs) But (laughs) they were more than just friends because it had crossed the line between friendship and flirtation. Which I don't know about you is kind of like euphemism for well, you know, he he's rounding third and headed to home, and he goes to see this woman because he's thinking that the husband's out of town. And, and, and long story short, uh, on that night, he walks in the house, the door's locked behind him, and there's three guys in a hockey mask, and, and for lack of a better term, they absolutely beat the yard dog mess out of him.
1: Yep uh sad situation really sad really sad uh of course the hockey masks um kind of alluding to uh the horror story of Jason Voorhees in the movie Friday the 13th of course to instill fear and uh to without verbally saying it you know kind of uh giving Mr. Early here uh, the thought that you're gonna die or you're gonna wish you were dead. So it's, it's, it's a s- mm, rough situation. I mean, in the article, it describes that, uh, he tried to fight him off. They pinned him on his stomach, zip tied him. Um, I think they tried to hog tie him, honestly. And, you know, Beating him, up, you know, all over his face, his body, stuck the sock in his mouth, sealed it with tape, and they wrapped a, a, a belt around his neck. So they really wanted to get it through his head that you are not to ever come here or communicate with this woman, regardless of your friendship, because of crossing that line.
0: I think the thing, too, that sticks out from the article is all the, the, the husband and his two buddies were were both in their 20s. They were, they were all 21 years old, and they were all E3s. They were all Lance Corporals. Right. So they were young in the Marine Corps and kind of young in life. And one of the things that a lot of the old salts told us when we were in 20 years ago was there was a time where if you want to get married in the Marine Corps – you had to talk it over with your uh, platoon sergeant or your your, your your detachment sergeant, in other words, the NCO over your section, and then the platoon sergeant, then the first sergeant, then your officer had to actually sign off on it because there right. was the the notional that your your wife was not part of your seabag issue and a lot of that's gone away, and this kind of stuff happens all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, but these guys took it to a whole new level um, based on their background and what they've been through. You're right. They want to teach this guy a lesson. And if you watch the video that's in the Washington Post article, uh, they did a number on him. And, and, and so what we're trying to do here is one highlight that um, this stuff happens right all the time. And then they, the, the one set of actions, I mean, they, they, again, they beat him up, but good. I mean, kidney dialysis, contusions, orbital fractures, the whole nine yards, they were, they were thorough to send a message.
1: Absolutely.
0: And the consequence uh, of this is the husband received a six-year prison term, charged with felonies, and his two buddies got a three-year prison term and they were kicked out of the marine corps well of
1: course not before serving in the luxurious fort leavenworth
0: yep it was it, and the prosecutor was like look it's a stupid stupid decision um it affected their lives and and affected uh the family's lives affected everybody's life uh the prosecutor was like it's a stupid decision i mean on one hand, though, Wes, do you feel that, even though it might have been stupid, part of me, and I'll, I'll be straight with you, part of me is like, you know, good for him, and mega kudos to his his buddies who rolled with him on this.
1: Absolutely. I would, I would definitely keep these guys, if it were me, I would keep these guys, you know, high on my Rolodex. You know, if anything needed to go down, I know who I can call. However... Um, like the prosecutor did say, and I agree, it was a stupid decision. You don't need to go to that route when it comes to, you know, matters like this. And in this discussion, and I know, you know, Travis and I have, you know, kind of coordinated what we're going to say a bit. However, this actually expands into... Uh, what we were talking about in the previous episodes where this situation will definitely blow over. Now, as much as, you know, those of us who are men men, and, you know, we have our significant others and we feel protective of those who are under our roof in our households. Um, this is amplified even more when we start to discuss how that same Jody comes into play when it comes to interacting when we have kids. It, it's it's a much worse situation in that case. But yeah. again, we're we're gonna start off here, and then we'll you know bring that in a little bit later on.
0: Uh, to your point, because there are situations that happen like this where uh, guy's deployed comes back home, wife's not the uh, airstrip. She's busy, or he gets to come back early and walks in, and you know, he's watching it go on live in front of him, or the kids are calling some other man daddy, or Uncle Bobby and Mommy are upstairs praying and they're not, or where she's just taking the kids and with the guy and moved out of the apartment or gone back home.
1: Right. But um, I, I think where we where we want to start with this is um, getting to what the answering the question of what causes or why did we react this way? And I'm not going to specify that this is for a particular age group because. As men, uh, who are in the military where the military allows us a lot more leeway to express fury and anger in unique ways. We can't say that it's, you know, a youthful mistake. There are guys who are much younger than us. There are guys who are our age and there are guys who are older than us all are susceptible to this kind of reaction where you'll find yourself in fury to the point where you will try to physically hurt someone. So I, I do want to get that out of the way that, you know, just because in this case, these, these guys were young, you know, uh, as Lance corporals, you know, they're typically 18 to 25, but uh, in the same stroke or in the same context to say that all of us are susceptible to the same type of reaction. So we'll start it there. And it. I think it's, it's, it's kind of stereotypical of me even to say that's not what you want to do. But I really want to help everyone listening here, to explain why you don't want to do it. Because in the face of what's going on, in the face of you catching your wife, doing this horizontal mambo, in the face of the knowledge or the acknowledgement that yeah, she is talking to somebody and texting someone, and you know, uh, send you know, sexting someone. Within that fury or within that snap decision, that is going to set the entire trajectory of not just your mental state when it comes to this. Not just your emotional state as you go through this, but essentially your personal freedom. And when I say your personal freedom, I'm talking about you physically, of course, uh, you financially, whether you believe it or not, and you mentally, all because of your decisions in that moment. What do I mean by this? Physically, let's 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 kind of put things this way. Would you want to be with someone who just does not want to be with you? Would you fight to be with someone who's not willing to fight likewise to be with you?
0: Here's the thing: when when you're in, when you're in that maelstrom, that storm, if you will, and and shitstorm that it is you want to believe still that that person maybe made a mistake or it's it's your fault or you did something wrong and you swore an oath you want to keep that thing going you know what's going to happen and it's it's hard for the intellectual mind to uncouple from the emotional response right but it is the, the answer to the question is, from, from my viewpoint, the, the Marines that, that I knew that were able to say, "You know what? Uh, and, and I gotta be blunt, just just fuck that bitch. It's time to move on, right. did, did better in the short and long term than the guys who kept trying to hang on or make excuses or react in this manner, because these guys are kind of like the outlier, right, Wes? These, 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 this is an extreme response to this.
1: Right, it is.
0: But I think that the, the person that won't accept reality is doing just the same amount of damage. It's just localized to himself and the people around him.
1: Exactly. Exactly. When you start learning to appreciate yourself and love yourself, I know there's a funny word to use, especially in this discussion. But really, if you learn to love yourself, you wouldn't need someone else to validate that. You wouldn't need someone else to make you feel a certain way. You'd have it within. It, it wouldn't be uh, necessary for someone else to make you feel a certain way. You would be confident in what you're doing, confident in who you are, confident in where you're going, and confident in the results of your actions and decisions. And if you're confident in all of these things, why at that point are you deferring your value upon what a woman thinks. Here's the reason why, you know, uh, uh, and and we, both Travis and I know this, that when you walk around with a wedding band, there are plenty of women who look at that and they want you. Why? Why? Why does that happen? It's because those women who are looking at you They look at your confidence. They look at how you present yourself to the rest of the world. And they look at, well, he got one. He got one. Nobody wants to be with somebody that nobody else wants. So if you already got somebody that's claiming you, a la your wedding ring or wedding band, they want some of that. So it's, it's not such a, a stone's throw from believing that if you can stand in your own confidence, wedding band or not, then there's going to be someone who appreciates you, who likes what you bring to the table, who wants to have a piece of whatever you've got going on. And trust and believe, guys, this is something that really isn't said a whole lot, but it's absolutely true. They outnumber us. So you are the commodity. You are the prize. You are the trophy. So if she wants to act stupid, there are 10 more that are probably waiting for her to mess up. Let her go.
0: So... The flip side, though, is a lot of guys want to know, well, why, why, why did this happen? You know, what's going on here? And every situation is different, but there are some common variables uh, that we can point to, to kind of look at the root cause analysis. But this is, again, at a very high level general one, these women that are on military bases uh are in in this realm there are more males than there are females and you for example take a a woman who is from a part of the country where there's not a lot of options or she you know grew up and lived with mom and dad and got married at a young age so she wasn't out on her own maybe she didn't go to college or went to a small community college and now She's in a situation where not only are there a lot of men who are paying attention to her because every guy looks at every woman on a base and assesses whether or not she's hot or not. I'm just telling you the reality.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. It it is what it is. It is. And these guys are, 99% of them are in the best physical shape of their life. They all look good from the age of 20 to 40. These are the the alpha male 1% in our country. And And your wife can walk into the commissary PX stores out in town, and they are going to pay her attention all the time. And she's not going to have to do anything to get that attention. Right. So there is plenty of opportunity, depending upon how she feels about her marriage and how her relationship with you actually is to act on that number two um, you have a situation where you as a husband can be in the field for a month or overseas for six months minimum or on a float yeah and and what happens is again she can go to she's in either an apartment off base or On base and she is effectively alone she could potentially be anywhere from 500 to 2,000 miles away from all her friends and family that is a lot of time by herself and if she's not dialed in for herself she can go to an e-club she can go to a club she can go out in town and very easily satisfy a desire that at her age, and you're right, Wes, this can happen to any age or rank. It doesn't matter. Right. But if she's in that 20 to 45-year-old age range, not only can she act on that, it is extremely easy to do and extremely easy to cover up. It is. So... What I'm trying to say is, what Wes is trying to really focus on, it's not really you. You didn't force her to do what she did. She just had the opportunity. She has a smorgasbord, a buffet of men to choose from. And a lot of us military guys are not going to care that she's married or not. And if she has a ring off, you're thinking that you're to home base very easily. Right. At that time, I mean, I mean, all I can tell you is, again, what we just listed here with uh, these Marines beating the crap out of this guy is an outlier, but it does happen. These guys just happen to get caught because of how they did it. Right. And, and I don't feel any sympathy for the guy who got beat up. I, I mean, he, he took the opportunity to cross the line with a married woman. But what I'm, what Wes and I are trying to say is, is it worth it long-term? And I don't believe it is. Yeah, it feels good. I'm sure they felt good afterwards, Wes. But was it worth it long-term? What Their lives changed, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. After coming out of Fort Leavenworth, they get a dishonorable discharge. And nobody wants to hire anybody who has a dishonorable discharge.
0: Yeah, there's there's too That's many a real world situation. Because there's too many other military guys applying for those jobs who didn't mess up with honorable discharges, so why should I take a shot on you? Your VA benefits, your your GI bill, gone. You and, forfeited and you're right, that discharge will follow you the rest of your life.
1: Oh man. The VA loan for a house? Gone. VA uh, education, GI bill, gone. Hold on. VA benefits that would go to your children, gone. Your own health care, which which is a VA benefit, gone.
0: And then we would be, you know, we gotta talk about the impact to your children if you have children.
1: Oh my goodness, that that irreparable,
0: honestly. Because, I mean, say say you just beat up the Jody, who who, des- who, who deserves a, a, a an aspie. I'm I'm not gonna you know put two ways about it. But the thing is, your 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 ex wife or soon to be ex wife can now go to a lawyer or the court, and she just has a you know blank check to take sole custody of your children until they're 18.
1: Because guess what? You're in jail at that point. How are you going to fight for your kids?
0: And, and that's that's the worst part of it all. Wes, what, what should a guy do when he has this happen to him what, what, what do you think is the first couple of things he should do?
1: In all truth and honesty, uh, and there are a couple of different scenarios at this, no matter what happens, understand and start to believe it in yourself that she is not worth your anger. You, if you must conv- say it out loud to convince yourself, she is not worth your anger. There's something that I shared with someone not too long ago. And what I shared with them was my presence is a gift. If I am here, that means my presence is a gift to you. So if you violate anything along the way of my interaction with you then I will remove my gift and you will not have the benefit of my gift when if you can believe in yourself that yes you affect other people you'll be able to see for yourself that this is an effective way to deal with with things. Because nothing can shift the man who is happy within himself. If he is unaffected by situations that come up like this, oh yeah, well your wife just cheated on you. You know what? The next woman that, si- the, if you show that you're capable of not being affected by that, and remaining happy within yourself, the next person that comes along is going to say to themselves, this is a subconscious thing now. They're going to say to themselves subconsciously, well, I don't want to do what the last one did because whatever she did, didn't affect him. And women have this need to want to be effective toward the men that they're trying to be with. So if she knows, well, if I go step out on a relationship, that's not going to affect them. Then she's going to have to start stepping up the game as far as being able to get to affect you, which means she's going to have to start doing things right which means she's going to only see a path that you have to, she has to add to your happiness in order to affect you. Because if you're already happy and if she doesn't add to that happiness, there's no way you're going to be affected. But if she adds to your happiness, and I mean effectively, visibly, so that other people would be able to see and notice, oh wow, he's so much happier with her. That's where she's gonna see her value. And whatever it takes to get her to that point, that's what she's going to hold on to for the remainder of the relationship.
0: But let's say, let's say for 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 a lot of guys and I can certainly empathize with how they feel that it takes them a while to get there. That that's that's normal too. And all I can say to someone listening to this who's gone through this is, yeah, it's going to take some time. Especially if you're married, it's definitely going to take some time. And especially if you have if you have children, this is not going to go away anytime soon. The hurt and the pain. And all that we're going to tell you is. You can sit there and react to this like these guys did. You can also sit there and hold it in and think that you are a complete failure as a husband and a man and a person. I would I would go so far west as to say you have an opportunity now to cut out somebody in your life who really means you harm because even though Joey's an asshole, Joey's not the one who Put you in this position, your your spouse did, and again, um, I think Bess and I both agree this applies to women just like it applies to men. It applies to wives yes. just like husbands. So if you yes. if you are a, a, a WM, a woman marine, and your your husband did this to you, the same thing applies. Women and men process this differently, but still the the rules the same, right? What what oh, I was. What we would encourage you to do, what Wes is trying to say there, is you can take this time and really invest in yourself and really look at yourself and say, okay, I have an opportunity to cut this this infection out of my life and fill that void up with things that make me happy and more valuable as a person, human being. And people are going to be attracted to that, right? West.
1: Absolutely.
0: It's going to there's,
1: be. There's a term uh, that's that's being thrown around everywhere uh, now, where uh, they're called toxic toxic relationships. And if we could draw some kind of caricature about that, a toxic relationship is having an IV of poet uh poison inserted in your arm on a drip feed and that toxic relationship is consistently feeding you that poison by letting that relationship go you've taken the IV out you're no longer feeding yourself poison and as a result you can be the healthiest you you could possibly be
0: and again you're, you're, when you when when this happens and you you walk in you see this you look at the cell phone bill you look at the cell phone, the Instagram feed and you see this happening. Yeah, you're you're gonna feel like you got your 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 gut punched in. We're just encouraging you not to take the way these guys did.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's not worth it. It really seriously is not worth it for anyone why would you struggle to be with someone who does not want to be with you and in as much in this article um, I know it's not really explicitly stated but clearly this Marine's wife was feeling lonely they said that, you know, the guy who got beat up and, and herself had known each other for years. And he was on leave or sorry, not not on leave. Um, he was on uh, uh, not a full deployment, but he was away. Uh, he was uh, based in 29 Palms, it says. And 29 Palms, as we know, is a, is the primary site for combined arms exercises, which, and, and we call it CACS for short. And CACS, you're basically coordinating uh, military movements with all sectors of not just the Marine Corps, but other branches of military at the same time. As if you were going to war. How will you conduct yourself in war? That's really what CAX is all about. Uh, if you were getting ready for deployment, um, I know when I was getting ready for deployment, we had workups where we would go and deploy for a weekend. Then it was a week. Then it was two weeks. Then it was nearly a month. And then we all of a sudden had the entire deployment of six months to head out. That's a lot of time for a wife to be alone if you, if you add all that time up. And the surrounding area that, that surrounds that base they all, know, they all know when a unit is going to deploy. They start seeing different activity. And it's a typical thing where, for example, they know that um, when there's nothing going on, um, the bars aren't as full. The dance floors aren't as full. Um, people are relaxing at home. But when it comes ready, well, well, when they start workups, people start to see, all right, well, my time is getting short. Maybe we should go see that movie. Maybe we should make some more memories so that when you when I'm gone, you know, they're hoping their spouse is going to stay true to them. They're going to go out and do things and, you know, go to the dance hall and go to the bar and go to the go out to dinner and, you know, they're going to try and make those memories. So, when the deployment begins, those military members are looking forward to their spouses staying true to the relationship. But if you get, uh, or if you have a, a spouse or significant other that, you know, doesn't really mix it up with other spouses, doesn't really have any friends that she can claim on her own doesn't really make a life outside of you. Then that's like prime real estate for Jody to come in and say, Hey girl, you know, he left you alone. Oh, that's so sad. I'll stay here and watch Netflix with you. I'll have dinner with you. Matter of fact, I'll make you dinner. And it starts from there. But the key to this is when, when you're faced with that situation, when you are, uh, seeing this actually unfold in front of you, you absolutely, unequivocally must keep your cool. It's the only way to be able to succeed. In this entire effort, it will it may be difficult because some of us are just hair triggered. We, we get angry when it comes to stuff like this. This is violating my trust. This is, you know, uh, my girl is is my property or or this is she knew not to do this. How could she betray me? All of these reactions are real. All of these feelings that come with the reactions are real. But the reality is still just as valid that if you react in anger, you automatically lose. So you have to tell yourself, she's not worth my anger. You have to show yourself, she's not worth my anger. And like I was saying earlier, if you have kids and I know you're thinking in your head, oh, my God, how did she, how could she represent herself as a mother to my children doing this, that she's willing to go outside the relationship to, to deal with somebody else? You still have to convince yourself she's not worth my anger. You have to tell yourself that's her loss. She messed up. She fucked up. That's her loss.
0: And also, um, for those people who are living in the barracks and all of a sudden you see that guy who was a brown bagger bring a sea bag full of stuff into the barracks room on a Saturday night, you know, he needs a space, but he also needs to know that, you know, he's cool. You know, off from a beer, off from your ear, or just you know, keep the 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 kidding and the uh, ball busting to a minimum, because when that happens, that guy's life is completely turned upside down, and he's in the barracks for a reason, and he's not going back home anytime soon. So. Endless.
1: Yeah, let's add this into that. Those who would think that it's harmless to treat your brother or sister Marine in that manner. You have no honor. And you know, we Marines operate by honor, courage and commitment. If you're willing to do that just to get a few yucks. That's bullshit. And you have no honor. I will say it. And I won't hide behind this microphone to say it either. If I saw you in your face, I would say it and dare you to do something about it. I'm old school. I don't play with that. I've seen it happen to too many of my brothers. And a few sisters. It's nothing to fool with. It's nothing to play with.
0: No, it's not really funny. It's it, 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 the time when that happens, when you violate your brother's uh, space and his family. I, I agree with Wes. I, I've got nothing for you. Don't don't come to me and say, you know, hey, you know, I, I screwed around with this guy's wife. Feel bad for me. You're not going to find a friendlier here.
1: No, not at all.
0: Especially. Yeah.
1: And especially if Jody is a fellow Marine. That's yeah. dead fucking wrong.
0: Because that also happens, too. Uh... A lot. It's another Marine from another unit who sees a wife going to commissary, at the PX, and he's like, "Well, she's uh, easy pickings. I'll, uh, I'll help this guy out." No, you're not. You're, you're, you're a piece of shit as far as, far as I'm concerned. But all I can say for guys and that 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 guy's unit who's going through this right now. A, a lot of guys have this happen to them, and they go down in a tailspin. And a lot of times, all they need to know is that they're that they're okay, and that their their bros are there for them. Which is which is why, on one level, I'm like, wow. I mean, these guys who rolled with this guy to do this, yeah, they did something stupid. But again, to your point, Wes, you know, ten years from now, those are guys you know you can count on.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Wrong, yes, absolutely. Misguided, sure. Stupid, absolutely. But you know what? You know, he put the call out, and they answered the call, and they they backed his play all the way into prison. Absolutely. And and you don't find that a whole lot anymore. And, And you don't have to go to that level, but you can sit there and say, hey, man, you know, we're going bowling, we're going to the movies, we're going to, you know, down to the harbor. We're we're going somewhere. We're going to play some Madden tonight. Why don't you hang with us? Mm-hmm. That is just as effective and helpful than to put mask on and beat the crap out of some guy. Right. So again, you know, Wes, it, it, we didn't have to spend a lot of time on this because it's it's pretty obvious, but it, it's worth talking about because again, we had a real world example. Of what happened.
1: Absolutely.
0: And we're going to start getting into some of the things that happen now afterwards. Right. Okay. You, 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 found this out, you walked in on it, you had experienced it. We'll go into the next time we do this. What are the actual things you should do from a, a legal, moral and ethical standpoint to protect yourself? There are things, no matter which state you're from or where you're serving, that you can do that's backed up by the law and by your command to begin protecting yourself.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: If you choose not to do these things, you risk, uh, if you have children, losing out on the ability to advocate for your kids. If you're single, you could be liable for debt expenses and bills that you shouldn't be liable for. So our, our next episode, I think what we're going to do is really try to give a SMEAC again. The situation, you know, you walked in on this. What's the mission? How do you execute it? And how do you protect yourself so you can get to that place Wes is talking about?
1: It's absolutely necessary. Because if you can't, if you cannot master your own anger, you're not going to master anything.
0: So folks, um, we're, we're going to close this now again. Uh, this is part of a longer 14 part monthly series we're, we're three episodes into it. We've gotten some good feedback. You know, people have kind of chuckled at it. Uh, people have learned some things because, like our last one, no one thought that situation with Seaman Matthew Hendez, uh on the submarine could actually happen, and it did. So, we thank you for staying with us. There'll be links to the first two podcasts in the in the post for this podcast. Contact information for Wes and I, if you want to reach out and you know share your story. Talk about something. Maybe you know a service member who's going through this and making bad choices. Uh, We can't help everybody, but we hope that this podcast and these podcasts will help people uh, understand what the situation is and make good choices. Absolutely. All right. Uh, I am uh, Travis Parrington, host of Oscar Mike Radio, and I'm joined by
1: Wesley Mullings. Um, just a quick uh, announcement, I am in the process of becoming an attorney, in fact, uh, criminal investigator and um, federal witness. So I will be able to help a lot of people um, after these, these recordings are posted. Uh, I will be updating my information. Uh, I promise that, that um, anyone who's in this situation or a similar one um, to be able to reach out to me.
0: I I think that's just very good work. Um, According to the Center for Disease Control stats, uh, military divorces are pretty much in line with uh, civilian uh, numbers, which they say are 3% of of the population, which I find hard to believe. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. It's, 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 it's like 3% out of a thousand people, right? Which is to me kind of low. I, I don't understand how those numbers are computed, especially when it's the the marriage failure rate is 50% in the first seven years. But, uh, we'll look at those numbers too. And in future podcasts. So, um, until next time, this is, uh, Travis and Wes. Uh, this is Oscar and Mike Radio and we are out.
1: Take care. Keep your head up.